low battery. <laughs> I'm Brooks. <laughs> and I'm Dan. I just have to work. We're, we're, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> the things we do after work. Yeah, now that stuff, the boring stuff in the middle of the day, like sitting in a hot tub, yada, yada, yada. Ooh, keep it warm. <laughs> no matter. <laughs> Nothing's going on there. No matter how low our battery is, we're always here for you guys. Oh, hey, Dan. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I just got back from picking up some uh, speakers for my karaoke setup. Previous guest of the show, hook me up. I forgot if we talked about uh, this last week. Doesn't matter. I got them. They're in my possession. And uh, so now I will have a much better ne- next time I get to set this up. And also now I have uh, something to set up for like music on the 4th of July. Outside. Uh, anything to do outside. Mm-hmm. Like before when you'd bring your... When you were playing movies out in the backyard, you would bring out your receiver and hook that up. and The same speakers that I used for that portable karaoke setup. But now you can just plug your computer right into both of these? Oh, New PA the, speakers. Use the mixing board. Okay. Mixing board to computer. Computer to Everything mixing board to Everything goes through the mixing board to the speakers because that way... Anyway, you can plug things directly into the speakers, obviously. Yeah, can you plug your... your? Uh... I can plug my phone straight in and I watch a movie on my phone, listen on the, on the speakers. Yes, I can do that. Yeah. I'll just hold my phone two inches away from my eyes mm-hmm. and it'll be like a giant screen. But then the speakers will feel like it's it'll full It'll feel screen. giant. Cool, man. So first, first show, first use is going to be 4th of July coming well, up here? Maybe. Those could be stars and stripes. Yeah, the Jimi Hendrix version of uh, and then somebody lights a firework perfectly at perfectly timed firework. Hopefully. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, Dan, it happened. It finally happened. I am the proud owner of a real seven-person hot tub. Real. Not that fake one that you not got that, rid of, sloughed off on some loser. Not that fake inflatable one, which I love dearly. But uh, I wonder how many people have gotten the inflatable hot tub, then later upgraded, because upgraded to a real hot tub. Hmm. Because the main perk of the inflatable hot tub is, yeah, it gets hot. It's nice. You're just sitting in hot water, which is what the dude told me at the hot tub place when I first got that inflatable hot tub a year ago when I was buying chemicals. He said, yeah, if you like just sitting in hot water. Well, I do like sitting in hot water. Yeah, isn't that what people that sit in, I mean, that's what a hot tub is. But this, it had no jets and it had no seats. You're just sitting on the ground in a two and a half foot deep thing of water. You got Benny, but no jets. Benny and no jets. Hmm. Benny! Uh, but the perk was I got to see if I really loved hot tub, hot tubs. Like, if I was going to use it. I hate buying things, using it for a little bit, and then just stop using it, you know? Oh, I know. 
I hate it because I'm like, I bought that thing and I don't even use it anymore and it cost me yada yada. And I can't imagine what it would have been like if that thing. If yada yada was a hot tub. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. And now it's just like there are, well, not right now, but usually in normal times, there's lots of hot tubs on Craigslist for sale. Yeah. You know why? Why is that? Because people buy them and don't use them. That's why. Or they're old and they need like one part and that one part Those is, are the free ones. Yeah. Or it'll be like, it. it's perfectly fine, doesn't heat water anymore, 500 bucks. It's not not a hot tub anymore. It's a, it's a cold tub. Mm. But I mean, if you like cold jets on your back, that's Oops. the hot tub. That's a cold tub for you. Okay. Mm. So back in January, January 16th, I believe, I went and I bought this hot tub. We did a whole episode on it, and uh, and it came. I get a call. I was supposed the only thing left to, for me to do was the wiring, wiring up of whatever two twenty, super hot. Like what is that? The stuff that for your oven, yeah, and for your dryer, for your dryer and your oven, pretty much. And uh, you know how much just the cable is. I'm not sure if it's because we're in the boom time where everything's twice as much or because copper is really expensive right now. I'm sure it costs 50% more just because of the extreme amount of building going on. So I, uh, so I needed, I was hoping that 25 feet of this stuff was going to be good enough wiring up to, and because they sell it in 25 foot rolls and 50 foot rolls, a 25 foot roll is $163 Ooh-wee. for 25 feet of this stuff. That's and I'm like, well, cable. I'm not going to spend $300 if I need 26 feet. Hmm. But if 25 feet is not enough, I'm going to have to throw that away. And, you know, so I was up at the at Home Depot getting it wired up the morning. This, this was Saturday. And they were supposed to be coming between 12 and 4. And I get a call at as I'm at Home Depot being like, yeah, it looks like uh, your hot tub's loaded up. This is like 1140. And it looks like we'll be there right at 12. <laughs> You're like, and never. I'm like, I'm like, what? I got to go. So I ran out of Home Depot. I paid for that wire, took off. And uh, I expected a little bit nicer of a, I expected like a nice flatbed truck with a hot tub on it and some guy that hops out and he's like, where would you like the hot tub, sir? <laughs> doodle, doodle, doodle. And what showed up was a dude with a mid-90s Dodge truck with a trailer, like a flatbed trailer, probably two feet off the ground. Yeah. And, uh, and the trailer was probably, I mean... If you saw this on Craigslist and it was more than $500, you would be like, that's mm-hmm. too expensive. Wow. And But it, I mean, it handled the hot tub. It does the job. They've only lost one. And I was like, uh, is there anybody else coming? It's just me and this dude as he gets out of his car and lights up a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Anybody else coming? And he's like, oh, you're supposed to, you're supposed to have people. But he was just messing with me. He's like, ah, I'm just kidding. Two more people are showing up. And the people that showed up were, it was two, like, kids that looked like they were just still in high school. Yeah. 
And turns out one of them graduated high school the day before. Oh, nice. And the other one was one year older, and he got his buddy uh, a job delivering hot tubs. Boom. It first was, day, obviously. It right? was his very first day. And good thing I was here because they would not have been able to get that hot tub up that wall. Even he, though you told them, and he said that he was going to stack it on some pallets. Even though, and then he goes, yeah, well, that would have been like 10 pallets. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, we needed 10 pallets. <laughs> That's what he said he was going to do. But luckily, the guy driving the truck knew what he was up to, and I had some extra wood laying around, and he like made a ramp on the ground and backed up onto this oh, ramp of trailer he backed the trailer onto this ramp uh with old railroad ties and like some two by fours wow and like made this and got it up a little bit higher and, <laughs> and oh. then we're and then we're sitting and he's like what you, and the younger guy's like we're not gonna be able to get this up there and the old guy's like oh yeah what we'll just tilt it up and pivot it up there and I'm like yeah that makes sense just tilt it on end slide it and then plop it plop it down push plop it and then just plop it down slowly plop it without hurting it too much <laughs> they did scratch up the side of the hot tub a little bit mm. down low and the young guy's like oh uh I might be able to get this fixed for you I think I have I think I have something I can some pieces we want to do a replace on there. And I was like, don't worry about it. This is like, like we're talking quarter size scratches down low where nobody is ever going to see. And he goes, you'd be surprised about the people that have complained about whatever. I would not. This or that. I'm like, no, yeah, I can imagine. There are some people out there that complain. I just want my hot tub up on my patio and I want you to leave. <laughs> get it up there. So yeah. we, we, we get it up there. And uh, the guy who's first time on the job, very first day, he, I don't think he ever used a drill before. Like the guy's explaining to him, okay, it's kind of like a gas pedal. The more you squeeze it, the faster it goes. And I'm like, oh, this guy's, what is he doing? <laughs> but pretty much he's, he just stood back and watched and they got this cool... So once it was in place, the only thing they had to do was attach like this uh, lid, whatever. This bar goes over. You flop the lid on top of the bar, and then it just lifts the whole lid off to the side, which is super, super convenient. Is it like hydraulic? No, it's just like, well, you'll see it when we go out there. All right. Don't describe it to our listeners. That's fine. It's not hydraulic. It's just like... It's got like maybe an L shape. It attaches on the sides. Uh huh. So you just lift and it with your with your manpower. You just lift it with your manpower, but it's got like an arm, so it's nice and easy. And then uh -huh. you lift, and it just like dangles off. It's kind of counterweighted a little bit. Okay. How it's built, but it's super. That was the worst part of the one of the worst parts of the inflatable hot tub was you take off this round inflated lid throw it on the ground and then you just throw it on the ground somewhere where it, and i was always worried about it getting popped and, and it, it did and it did get popped a few times and I, sure. I patched it up and eventually but now it's got a perfect place and when it's open it kind of creates a wall 
privacy screen. A privacy screen. Excellent. So I I made that side point my neighbors, and uh, it's all good to go. When I got, uh, and that was it being delivered. But now it's time, Dan, for the little thing we like to call Around Around, 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 the What's happening, Dan? I had uh, I had a, a thing that showed up in the backyard. There was there was like a little yard ornament covering it up. I don't know I don't know when this thing arrived. I mean, I put it in the ground, but I don't know when it the wah the metal spike became exposed. But there was like a six inch metal spike. In a concrete, you know, footer or, uh, you know, in concrete that was buried in the ground. So sticking straight up. Seems like some sort of booby trap. (laughs) It had something on top of it so that if you fell, you'd have to break through this plastic thing and then be stabbed by the metal spike. I was like, oh, that wasn't safe at all. And oh, that metal, that plastic will stop you from getting impaled. And my my wife says, well, can't you just like bend it over maybe or cut it off? And I was like, uh. It's uh, it's rebar, you know. That's that's a lot of sawing. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm just gonna dig it out of the ground. But this thing, and I remember, it was attached, like that metal post was attached to like a cement yard person thing, gnome, whatever mm-hmm. animal. And that I, has since disappeared. It must have moved, but without the base. I think somebody else tried to move it, who will remain nameless. Somebody else tried to move it, and they, it just ripped right off the base. Mm-hmm. As opposed to when I moved it, and I took time to dig it out the first time. Gingerly. Very gingerly, you know, with a lot of shovel work, because that thing is probably 18 inches in the ground of concrete. So it's like a six a bag's 12. worth of concrete into the ground. Yes, yes, it is. And so I, I had to do that again. I dug it up, but I got. I was like, no, I cannot allow that to exist. I have to do it right now. We were in the middle of a barbecue, and I was like, no, this needs to be done right now. We got to stop. Do we got to do this? You mentioned it. I'm taking care of it now, so I don't have to think about it later. Can't have punji pits in my yard. What uh, what'd you end up doing with it? Because I would have just dug... I threw it threw it down on the ground right next to where it was. Oh. But now it's not pointing up. Okay. So safe. So dig that hole bigger. No, the hole's closed. It's not a big hole. Oh. I was saying just take it up and shove it back in. Now Upside stab. Down. Now stab it in. Yeah. And then cover it up with a little bit of dirt and you're good to go. Never oh. to be seen again. I'll just throw that in the garbage. A 60-pound block of cement in the garbage? That's not that heavy. <laughs> it's probably not a full bag of... It's like maybe like six inches around. It's not very wide. Hmm. But it's also, since I'm sure it was poured into a, a hole that got dug, it's all jagged on the sides, so it's really hard to get out. It's not like a round thing that you just pull out. Anyway, that's what I did. Hook it up to a chain. And get my car in the backyard. Swing it around and then just launch it somewhere. (laughs) 
Oh, you see, oh. there's a vacant lot next to your house. I could just, just toss it over the fence. Lob it over the fence into that yard. No one would ever notice. No, I mean, I wouldn't. There's I already tell. There's already a whole bunch of metal posts embedded in the ground over there. And nobody that listens to this podcast will tell, right? They won't, Listeners. or else. We got a whole uh, snitches get stitches policy here on After Work with Dan and Brooks. I thought that was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, that's good. Taking care of business. I got a couple of things. I've actually been, I got a dry erase board, and I've been adding, like, house, uh, little house things that need to be taken care of to it. Like, we need to put the AC upstairs. So I wrote that down a few days ago, and before you showed up, I just put it upstairs. So now I can go mark that off the list. And one of the things that was on the list for a couple of weeks was run that 220, like we were talking about at the the beginning part of this show, from my uh, breaker box. We were talking about, I bought the wire for it. It is some thick, thick gauge wire. Dan's doing something towards touching that mic stand. Is it making a sound? Yeah. But. Oh, sorry. It's nice holding on to something while I talk. That's all. Uh, I'm sorry, Dan. My apologies. Here, hold my hand. Okay. I'm holding Dan's hand now. Anyways, I got, I've never, I've done some work with my breaker box. I've added like some simple stuff, like one little breaker. I've seen my dad do it a couple of times. I, when I redid the, when I did the electrical and my attic remodel addition, I, uh, I did electrical up there, but I'd never done a 220, which is like two breakers side by side and it shares, it's called like a double pole breaker. It flips both of them Mm -hmm. and, uh, it requires the thick 220 wire is four wires. There's two hots and, uh, a neutral and a ground. Did you say those hot wires were four gauge? Six gauge. Six gauge. Okay. All right. That's not quite as big. So like normal light wire. For people that don't know wire, the smaller the number, the thicker it is. So Mm. like zero gauge is like an inch thick. It's like a thumb. It's like a thumb thick. Yeah. And uh, most lighting's like 14 or something, just regular lights. If If you run a... What a fifteen amp fuse. Mm-hmm. Then you do fourteen, and if you run a twenty, or is it twenty and thirty, something like that. If you run the bigger one, then you got to run twelve gauge wire. I think is mm-hmm. the code. But I don't. I'm not an electrician. Don't don't do that. Uh, I always did whatever the power would be. The, the I don't know. Okay. Well, I asked my brother. I called up my brother, who's dealt with this before, and I've looked it up. And he goes, "Yeah, you got to go with the six gauge." And I went to the hardware store uh, in Milwaukee. Milwaukee Hardware. I think it's a true value. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking the guy just what I said. I'm like, yeah, it's two breakers, whatever. I'm running this 220. Uh, What do I need? He goes, oh, 220 is not two breakers. It's, you know, you you need one. You need two one breakers, and then uh, and then I'm like hearing this guy be obviously wrong, and I'm like, "All right, I don't need your help now. I know you came over here to help me, but I, and then I just left. That's when I went to Home Depot. No, 
But with that 25 foot of wire, I had like three inches to spare on one side and four inches to spare on the other side. And I got it. I did it. I wired it up and yada, yada, yada. My hot tub was wired and it seems to work. It, It heats. You did it all the code? It's to code-ish. Wow. As, well, uh, it's something. <laughs> no, yeah. It's uh, something. It works. And uh, they said it's got to be eight feet. Well, somebody said, hey, code is this thing has to be eight foot from eight feet from the box on the wall box on the outside of the house. And then I'm looking up hot tub code, and I think ours, Oregon, may just be maybe a little bit more strict because the hot tub people are like, it's got to be five feet. Hmm. And, you know, it's five feet. And uh, I got a table sitting in front of it, so I'm hoping, and there's probably not going to be splashed with water. I think it's a water issue. I can splash eight feet. You better not splash that far. Let's be honest. All right, don't splash. I might put something over there to protect it a little bit more. A no splash sign. Yeah, no diving, <laughs> no jump, no no horseplay, no horseplay by the, in the hot tub, and that oh. should stop any splashing. That'll take care of it. Or it might double down on the horseplay. <sighs> and when I got it, I turned it on, and it started heating up right away, but there was two flashing lights, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't think lights are supposed to flash. Like, one of the jets was just going, and then one of the, like, the filter light was on. So, I'm, like, trying to figure out what's going on with this. And then, turns out, the next morning, one of them went off. And both of them went off, and that jet that I said that was going, that wasn't supposed to be going, I think that just kicks on when the heater turns on to kind of circulate the water around okay so first i got real scared like i had broke something but it turns out it's fine man i gotta i gotta work in hot tub out there nice it works it works so well that right after this we're gonna go and sit in it man i'm going to sit in hot water you're gonna sit in hot water but not only sitting in hot water there's jets too man oh man you jet those backs it's gonna be good uh well, now's the time of the show where we read emails. If you have an email for the show, it is afterworkpod at gmail dot com. I'm sorry for the short episode, but Dan is really excited about this. Okay, hot we got a couple experience. emails. Experience. We got some emails. We got a couple emails. What? Uh, Andy. Andy wrote back. Uh, he's got a couple. Gentlemen. Hey, hey, how dare you? He says, gentlemen, I know I am a week late for the Bob Fest discussion, but why is Dan's name tag a smelly green ogre? Why don't you explain that, Dan? Well, I don't, I think there's a misnomer that ogres smell, and uh, obviously it's green because that's the pen that, that Brooks was using when he painted it. You didn't see the stink lines that I added to that ogre? There were no stink lines. Yeah, there were no stink lines. All that smell is coming from me. But the ogre is an ogre because in 
high school, somebody called me Ogre Boy, and I have uh, taken that name and run with it for, you know, a long time. That's it. I am an ogre. He was trying to make fun of you. I call you an ogre. Was it out of? Yes. No, he was. He was. He was a slight fellow, you know. What did you call him in return? Nothing. No. no, nothing. You didn't retaliate with something like Pixie or something? Small, smally? No. Little guy? No. Biggie? He, he wasn't being mean. He was just, yeah. Mildly rasin? I, I, he, he was uh, maybe experiencing how big I was in a way that he didn't like. Mm. I don't know. Okay, I get it. You can't talk we anymore We were wrestling, about maybe. I don't know if we were, I don't know what was going on. But I think I may have made him green because, uh, I don't know, Shrek. Shrek's an ogre, right? He's green. I don't know what ogres look like. Yeah. I just drew a big guy. What? Is, <laughs> I'm not sure. That's fine. That's answers answer, asked and answered. Uh, uh, my, Thanks, Andy. My nickname's Ogre Boy. Uh, got another one from Andy also. A better question, I guess. That was good, Andy. Mm. Well, this coming. one better okay so he guesses uh gentlemen if you're going to preemptively answer email questions before you even read the email i don't know what to say maybe i should listen to the podcast before i ask questions no no that can't be right okay how do you find the motivation to do stuff I have a bunch of things that I want to do, but I find myself staring off into space instead. Andy. How do you feel about energy drinks, Andy? Because I I just got, uh, somebody told me that I do a lot of stuff. And I think I do, but when I do it, a day later, I forgot that I did it and I just move on to the next thing. I don't spend too much time. Except for this hot tub, I'm gonna talk about it forever. This is gonna, but uh, I just do things, man. I do things. It could be because I want my wife to think that I I have some sort of worth around the house. You know, like look at me, I'm doing stuff. Look, you're trying to get credit. Trying to get credit. You are a credit monster. I you wanna, want that credit. I want that credit, man. I want to be like, look what I did. Boom. I get some sort of joy by people being like, ah, that's cool. You're like Tom Hanks. You're like, I have made fire. Yeah. But it's with everything. You're like, mm-hmm. I have taken out the trash. Yeah. Okay. Look at me. Look, the, did you notice the recyclings? It's so, been taken out. Unlike Brooks, I don't do the energy drinks. I have coffee in the morning, but that doesn't really give me the energy to do things. I think mostly instead of staring off into space, You find the energy by looking inside yourself at what you actually want to do. And what you have to do is just get a little more excited about doing whatever that thing is that you want to do. And I find that once I have enough of that excitement, I can't not do the thing. Mm -hmm. And it will wear off. And that's why we tend to do this thing and then that thing and then this other thing, right? I move... I move around and and do different things, and I I give up on things temporarily, but not forever. Right and now, karaoke equipment. Yeah, that's got that's got all my all my energy into it. I'm real excited about it. 
So hopefully I'm going to use it lots. But yeah, you just got to get yourself more excited about the thing that you want to do. Pick that thing and then think about it all the time, no matter what. Mm. And then eventually you'll be like, oh, I got to do it. I can't just think about it. I got to do it. That's a trap. Don't just think about it. Yep. I like it. I like that. Uh, I, yeah. I just, I do things, man. I'm Brooks and I'm do, I do things. Yeah. I mean, I could do, well, here's the problem. I do a lot of things, but there are more important things that I could be doing. So then I choose to do some of these dumb things when I could be doing, you know, like more important things better yeah. for, for my future. I got, uh, I waste a lot of time, you know, working on these cut out cuss words that are sitting on my table here when I've been staring at some screw heads that have been popping out in my bathroom from when I redid my attic five years ago. Hmm. And somebody stepped on the sheetrock and there's some screw heads that are poking through the, the you know, the ceiling. And I just look up there and I'm like, it would not take long to get some mud. First, I would screw in those screw heads. I mean, every time I'm in the bathroom, I'm like, I just screw them in just a little bit. Get well, a little you do. Bit. I think about it. Oh, you don't. I don't do it. I think about doing it. Mm. I'm like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to screw those in a little bit, get some mud, fill them, and then paint. But by that point, I'm done going to the bathroom, and I walk away and forget it. Yeah. I should add that. No, it's been on the... Yeah, yep, it's it been on that dry erase board for a month now, but it's just not doesn't it spark help. my doesn't spark my interest. It's too insignificant mm-hmm. to fix, but it's also in your face. So you have to look at it and think about it every single time, but it's not important enough to take care of at mm-hmm. that moment or important enough for you to remember later. I I know that Andy has a daughter who just graduated high school. And she's going to be moving away, going to college here in the fall. Andy, I want you to throw yourself in because you're going to be sad that she's gone. Throw yourself into something awesome and just do that thing so you don't realize what's going on. Your life falling apart and your baby girl leaving you and moving away. Just do something, you know, enough things to keep your mind. Oh, crap. I think I just uh, reminded him of it. Uh, I'm sorry, Andy. But also, once you pick that thing and do a ton of it, right into the show and tell us about it. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Well, Dan, it was a great week. Let's go hang out in that hot tub. I'm excited. And uh, we'll see you all next week. After work. After work.